cocktail hour, ladies and gentlemen. Grab your mama, grab your girl, grab your papa, grab anybody you believe in, put on a mask, and have a seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 83, you buggers, you're back. How the hell are you? <laughs> 83 is the year I graduated high school. Is it? 83 yeah. is my age. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And and that's what my doctor says I look like inside. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're doing great for an 83-year-old man. You've got right? the scrotum of an 83-year-old man, Danny. Congratulations. <gasps> yeah. I'm going to wear that with a badge of honor, but not Ooh. on the outside. Um, I saw a mask on. <laughs> no, on, you didn't. Uh, no, I did. I was watching some some video, and it was a mask, and it was like a you know coronavirus <laughs> kind of protecting mask, but it was made out of like maybe a kind of a loose <laughs> latex, and this this attractive woman is wearing it, and she's breathing in and out, so it's you know expanding and contracting, <laughs> contracting, but it is in fact <laughs> saggy balls. Mwah, mwah. And, oh, and it really? did have a and it did have a seam, right? Oh, yeah, that is it was realistic, man. The whole thing. And I thought that is that's the kind of thing I want to get everybody for Christmas. It, Hopefully, we don't have to it, wear these masks anymore. And then if her hair falls down around it, it, it just looks like the real thing. And she's got a big nose. Oh my God! Why is it? Well, you put it on a biker with a real, real scraggly beard that just covers the whole thing. That would be good. Why is it that Disney won't sponsor us? What the hell? (laughs) Family friendly show. Hell yeah! I I think it should be the Learning Channel. Did you guys discovery? (laughs) It is is a kind of discovery. That's for sure. It is a discovery. (laughs) Welcome to Discovery, listener, with Danny, John, and Kelly. Did you guys see Prince Philip's funeral this morning? No, I wasn't invited. I'm not going. But no. any 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 drama by throwing egg or no, but it was kind of interesting and and really cold think, and sad because uh, you know cold. I think only thirty people were kind of invited and it's a big ass church and the Queen is sitting alone mourning. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of weird. But I, you know, I. Now that I have seen oh, several had epi- a mask. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I've seen several episodes of The Crown, so I consider myself an expert in <laughs> Which the royal is all family true. Yeah. and the history. Yeah. Yeah, I consider probably- myself a learned man. Yeah. And, um, you know, it seems like the queen is probably totally fine with sitting by herself. I mean, she's not the kind, you know, if she was sitting with her grandchildren huddled around her, she's not going to be sobbing and, oh, I've lost them. No, I've been no. married for 73 years. You know, she's going to be stiff up her lip and cheerio, old chap. Maybe. I mean, it's kind Maybe. of sad that, you know, for, for optics, you can't sit next to her, but she doesn't seem to be, you know, the kind of, you know, according to the crown, she's not the kind of person that requires right human yeah. touch and whatever. Though yeah. I did, I did hear that, he was the only person that didn't have to, um, you know, bow or bow curtsy head, or whatever yeah, yeah. to her. Well, and well, also, that's too, about yeah, I, I think it's sad. Because nobody else could give her a wedgie, right? That's true. Yeah. I think it's sad that now she <laughs> has lost her confidant. 
you know? Okay. Yeah, I, that's 73 years. God, you'd feel it. Yeah. You'd I mean, more, probably more so than most people, because it's not like she's going to call, you know, Betty down the street and going, well, you know, we had a great Hello, life. Love. Hello, love. Hello. We had a great life. You know, what? you know, you want to come over for some tea? You know, that's stupid Andrew. You there's know, a, there's, <laughs> there's a funny quote of Prince Phil. I think it's funny. He said, I, he said, uh, apparently I'm the world's greatest plaque unveiler. Because <laughs> they always get him at the deaf school. Yeah. Going, oh, oh, isn't that <laughs> look at that plaque? I, I mean, uh, I thought that he was. Uh, wasn't he always in trouble for saying the wrong thing at the wrong time? Isn't oh, that yeah. kind of his? Uh, he, he did something to. He went to China or Hong Kong, and he went to uh, <laughs> and where all these American, where these British students were, and he went and talked to them, right? And he said to them, he said. Be careful here. You know, don't look at them too much. You'll end up very squinty-eyed. And he actually said that. And everybody went, uh, 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 Your Highness, you can't. Uh, uh, uh. What do you mean I can't say that? I just did. What uh-huh. did I wonder what the queen did when she got home. Just beat the shit out of him, right? Just smacked him around going, what? You know, you're so colorful. What's the matter with you? Yeah, what do you what think you, you are? The, du- the Duke of Brighton? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, <laughs> like what would that be? I think it was I think it was season three of The Crown where where I learned. <laughs> Come on, uh, I don't, you know if you go back, uh, you know shit. Really, honest, I don't know anything about the royal family because I ninety eight percent of me doesn't care. But you go back, you know, a few kings or you know whatever, they're. They're totally in bed with, you know, each other. Germany, well, no, well, yeah, but like Germany and stuff. You know, you, you know, this, this king was first cousin with, you know, the czar of Russia, and they were yeah. their other cousin was, you know, Wilhelm of Germany, and then they're all best friends with everybody that's a Nazi, and you know, all that kind of stuff. It's uh yeah. I think it's time for a change. No, the, the royal family needs uh to have a hillbilly injected in it somewhere in the form. Just can well, you Well, I wrote him. I wrote him. I've sent my headshot and stuff. I didn't fucking hear anything. <laughs> what that, what that was oh, that John, no, was it's not a Canadian. Not a Canadian the, hillbilly. I'm, I'm talking about your U.S. He's part of the Commonwealth. <laughs> he's part of the Commonwealth, but he's got, um, he, he's, he's got too many teeth. Yeah, exactly. Cool. We need a real cool. hillbilly. Yeah. They had no, we need somebody uh, like um, John Goodman, Larry the King, Ca- no, King no, Fred, late, 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 you know, Larry the Cable Guy. I want to see him part of the royal family. Mm, one of the Duck Dynasty guys. <laughs> <That's be good. laughs> there we go. And, and you got to give him a, lo- a, t- a title, so he'd be. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna do with ducks. Help me, help me here. Lord of no, Lord, Lord of. Of decoy, <laughs> the Duke of decoy, Daffy Duke of Lord decoy. of decoy, Duke yeah. of decoy. You I know. think that I think somebody, some distant relative from uh, Scotland, should come down and go on a you know royal like wipeout spree and take out everybody and take over the throne and you got a whole new family and there's new things. You know, we're like, oh yeah, they used to be royals until King. Frederick came down from Edinburgh and now he's the ruler and you know, that kind of stuff. That would be, that would be some entertainment. Yeah. And they need a theme song. And what would it be? Uh, (laughs) I don't know. You know, can be uh, the Irish one. 
Well, which, if, would, be, which would be great. <laughs> but if the, uh, if the insurrectionists lost and Queen Elizabeth stayed alive, she could reach behind her, play that boombox for that Elton John song. <laughs> I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Do a little number. Or the bitch is back. That, that's the other reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, she probably could get him to play that live. I guess you wouldn't have to do the boombox. Well, he, Why don't you just, just turn it over and give him the title? You know, Elton? King Elton John. There you go. I didn't want. Oh, to. What would Charles have been waiting for all this time? Just to like get in the hell season out of the three house. of the Crown, you realize that Prince Charles is kind of a tool, and that's why she's staying alive to save the country from having to deal with him. Yeah, he doesn't want the job. Hell, he of course he wants the job. Would you oh, want that job? Yeah, I would want that job. No, nah. um, I'd want that I job. Mean, and I'd be doing. Really, I'd be doing kingly things like cutting heads off, shit like that. <laughs> what would you be, be doing? Cutting would heads lead, off. I would, yeah, cut. I would cut heads off. Sure, well, I'd be bring like, back oh. the guillotine. John. What a job, right? What a no, fucking just, great job. No, you just do it with a do it with a sword. That was how the like. If you had an axe, I think it yeah, took but you a couple can afford of whacks. You can afford to hire somebody to do it. You no, you do it yourself. That's how you. That's how you really rule the people with fear. You know, like shit. Uh, the king is John, he might cut your head off if you publish a tweet like that. Well, John, I'm pretty handy, so maybe I could build you some something, and you can give me like the royal, you know, head whacker job, you know, builder or something like that. You know, I'm, I've got here. I, would, in the I wouldn't want you. I wouldn't want you to carry that moral burden, Danny the. <laughs> the official royal no. wanker the royal wanker yeah that's yeah, danny would be the court jester entertain me but i but i do it with 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 class sir. when are we cutting a head off here it's time for your wank sir <laughs> your royal oh, yeah, i've been a little out of sorts right yeah come yeah. on you remember the movie arthur when he he's he's, he's uh sitting there oh, with yeah. john gilgood his his butler and he's sitting there reading the paper, and they and they're both reading the paper, not even talking to each other. And Dudley Moore says, "I think I'll have a bath." And Gilgood says, "Do you need me to scrub your dick for you?" Says, no, that's fine. And he and he walks away. I think it was improvised. Yeah. Um. Well, John, I would, I would, I would vote for you president, and I would support you if you were a king. So um, maybe I should just go for world leader. Just all the countries. No, because then you're not going to be. No, no, don't no. do that because you're going to be traveling a lot and I don't get to see you, mm. you know. So I need <laughs> you to be around here because how am I going to get yeah. shit from you if you're like all over to going, hey, Danny, I was dealing with well, this no, shit. No, I mean, I, I have, I've made it very clear that in my cabinet or my royal court or whatever, I'm, I'm just going to pack it with my friends because that's, that's what you do. Yeah. 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 So. And I won't embarrass you much. No, you can you know? embarrass me all the time and I'll be like, <laughs> see, I'm. I'm employing regular people too. Yes. They just happen to be really good at dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. And I promise I won't unionize. I'm I promise I won't take it and say, you know, I'm 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 gonna gather up the people of Alabama and, and we're gonna we're gonna unionize the country. Well I'm and, I'm glad you helped us into that segue, Danny. <laughs> Wait, let me put my seatbelt on. Because I have my notepad right here. Oh shit. Oh baby. You know. You know so, what, John? I'm going to say it again. Nobody likes that guy in class that's always prepared and got shit ready. Okay, just saying that. Okay? But I'm a fun. I'm a fun version of. There's no. There's no teacher grading us, and you know whatever. I got shit. Have you met my wife? 
in school. <laughs> I am okay. I am a I'm a great example of how a, a C student rises toward to the middle. <laughs> rises to the middle. Yeah. yeah. But I uh so you're an F student's version of a successful C student. <laughs> That's I like, did. You know? I didn't. I told you my story about making a nine on a test in college, and it was a yeah. C. Yeah, <laughs> out of a hundred, I made a nine, and it was a show C. off. Well, all right, go ahead with your notes. What I, what I should before that, you know, we talk, we joke about me being president or you know taking over as king or whatever, but really, I should be in charge of the education system and say everybody goes to school later. Colleges cost a lot less, and uh, professors have to show up and be good at their job. Or maybe teachers too. So that I, I would actually change that. So my list. Here we go. Hold on to your seats. My okay. before we before we dive into that, my sister in law listens to is one of our newer listens listeners mm-hmm. listens to this show, yep. and she says, favorite. "Oh, I would love to sit around with you folks on those Friday nights where you're drinking and <laughs> talking about." you know, your political views and all that kind of stuff. So where does uh, she live? Where is she? Where she's she live? in Tampa, Florida. Why is that a note? That is a note because I think she would have some really important things to say on this topic. She's, she's we a, need very, to get her as a guest then on which topic. Well, I'm getting to that topic, man. The I'm sorry. Se- I, the segue I, that Danny is leading us to I, unionization in okay. Alabama. I'm shutting Jeff, up now. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. So the, <laughs> The title of today's episode should be Jeff Bezos is a dick. And so last night we're, we're sitting around celebrating some birthdays, eating cupcakes, drinking alcohol, campfire, smoky, that kind of thing. And um, we're talking about Jeff Bezos. Guy's got a lot of money. And he is not seemingly sharing that wealth with each and every one of his employees from the warehouse workers to the drivers to whatever. So we got in a spirited conversation about the moral thing around Jeff Bezos shouldn't make hundreds of billions of dollars while there's somebody in an Alabama processing facility making 15 bucks an hour. That's not, that's not the right thing to do. They were trying to uh, unionize. They were afraid of losing their job or, or Amazon saying, you know what, Alabama, screw you. We're moving to Mississippi and y'all just lost your jobs. You know, they don't, they don't want that to happen. So they're kind of prisoners. And we got into a heated discussion amongst some of us last night about Jeff Bezos as a head of a corporation should be free to make any economic decisions he wants because, um, you know, that's the, that's the American dream, that, that kind of thing. And, I if we want to enact if we want to enact legislation that makes people get paid more or whatever we should but you know what you say you don't what Kelly me? he says he disagrees with me well at the and from what from just so from far. the points from the points you've made yeah i mean mm-hmm. that's like don't work for him then go back to working at the waffle house go work at walmart they'll take care of you better well, i mean why, why why don't you complain about walmart too well we are we're just using Wal- yeah no, walmart not. Walmart probably pays less and we are funding their employees who are forced to do part-time work and are also on welfare while they work for Walmart. So you and I are paying for their um, food stamps and stuff. I think Kelly, what, what, what we are using Bezos and Amazon as one example of these large corporations that are making a gazillion dollars a minute. And meanwhile, the, the rank and file workers aren't, making a livable wage per se 
You know, that's what we, how it come up. When we're using Bezos right. as an example, right? So yes, the Walton family, right? Or any number of these, these very, very wealthy companies that are, and, and I, I'm, I'm using this because a lot of it, and one of the topics, one of the issues was brought up is it's a, it's a little different now. It's not manufacturing per se, right? It's not skilled, you know, highly skilled labor. It's you're, you're stacking, you're moving, you're, you're using a forklift and that's it. And you're throwing things in a truck basically. So, you know, that wait, are you that saying that union unions should only be for manufacturing? I mean, there's like teachers. No, and actors I'm, I'm, unions. no, I'm saying that that because there is no manufacturing and this is the equivalent today's equivalent of a GM or a Ford or a steel mill or whatever. This is the skill that they have needed that they have and that they need because there is no other thing to do. It's not like it's not like the guy who's making $15 an hour at Amazon or $13 or $12 at Walmart can go down the street, you know, and go work at the local factory. There is nothing. That is the local factory. That is the local, you know, economy, you know. And mm-hmm. you know, so um the last night's topic was about, you know, we were getting onto that. What is the, you know, is this a moral issue? Is this a government issue? Is this, you know, an economic issue? And I think it's all kind of all three, right? And yes, you know, John, what I, what I, what you said is why is this happening now? Cause that's the American way. Well, it wasn't the American way. It has become the American way. It wasn't like this back in the sixties and the seventies and, you know, and, and before all the deregulation and all the changes of the tax codes and all this stuff. And, you know, the the lifting of tariffs for overseas products, the 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 uh, abuse of the unions, right, the abuse of corporate America. All this has led to the fact is that, you know, we don't have strong unions, which when we did have strong unions, and by the way, it's not me saying it, you just go look at the statistics. When we had strong unions, we had a strong middle class. And when you have a strong middle class, you know, we have more money in the system to pay for roads, schools and whatever. Plus, also, people have the feeling that there is upward mobility if you want it and if you're willing to work for it or educate yourself. And I don't see that now. So I'm sitting there going, yeah, Jeff Bezos, you know, can pay $30 an hour. What's that going to affect his bottom line? And second of all, what does that do for the community? What does it do for the tax base? What does it do for somebody that says, hey, now I can go and buy more things either on Amazon or I can buy a new car, right? Or I can decide that I don't want to work at Amazon loading trucks. I'm going to save up and I'm going to go to the local university. I'm going to become a school teacher or I'm going to become something else where I can either make more money or I can do something that's more fulfilling, all right? And that was that was my argument on top of the fact that that fucker, Bezos or Amazon or anybody else doesn't pay. They don't pay corporate tax. They yeah, don't that's pay not any- his fault. No, no, no. I'm, Why I'm, is he I'm, a fucker? Because he's because he's going by the tax it's, rules. It's no, it's it's no, moral. He's, he's he just a, said that fucker is not. No, no paying. he's a fucker because he makes too much money. Come on, and because again, he, so no, again, he'll go and give how much money to a politician that will make sure that he doesn't get taxed. They'll find yeah, nobody else no. does that. No, but he's well, they're he's fuckers on. too. Yeah, but Kelly, they're fuckers too. Okay, That's my so whole you're point. saying there there can be more than one fucker out there. Yeah, there's a okay. lot of fuckers out there. Okay, right. okay, well, we we can all agree on that. But here's the thing: Jeff Bezos makes, according to the the news, which may all be fake. You know what the hell do we know? He has a lot of money. No, and when he got divorced, and his wife got his ex wife got half of it. She started donating some real money 
to like colleges and things like that, like lots of millions of dollars. No, I think that's that's good. Yeah, college good for her. Not, it goes right to help the students and go on. Again, maybe my point. maybe it does. Maybe it builds a new parking lot or library or uh, with her whatever. name on it. That's my point. You know, but you they know didn't. What? They didn't have it before. Bessie Beso is the parking structure. A. All right, I'll look and see what she donated. But here, here's the thing: when he <laughs> he has so much, he has so much money. Amazon has so much money. It's it's like tied up in there. They don't need it. He doesn't need it. He can't spend it all. Bill Gates can't spend all his money. All these guys that have just tons of dough. They can't spend it all. So what is it doing? It's just tied up in the market, in an account, in a whatever. It's not It's not doing any good. It's not paying for roads. It's not helping the hungry. It's not buying somebody a secret Santa gift. It's just our money that is not being used for anything. And it's our not money. Our American money, Kelly. It's yes, his it is. Money. It's not our money. So your money in your bank account, that's part mine too. And your 401k. That's, that's, yeah, that's well, I'm going to pay, pay a shitload of taxes when I take out my 401k. And some of it's going to go benefit you. Yes. Okay. And that's our in point, that, Kelly. In that old folks home. Yes. That's my that's nurse giving point. you a sponge bath. If she's hot, it's worth the money. Well, what do you, I mean, you'll be kind you of, make, what you'll be kind heat? of delirious. You'll think anybody's hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 400 pound guy coming in. Hey, I'm here to give you a sponge bath, but you I'll, see I'll just say, suds it up, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Well, when John gets voted out and I don't have a job as the court wanker anymore, I'm getting a job at the home there and I'm going to be the one's going to be cleaning your ass. Okay. Cause I got experience. <laughs> and you got expenses. I got to pay for rollovers. I got a resume. I got a resume, and I've got, I've got, you know, I've got re- references. <laughs> what did you do before you retired? Well, that was the royal wanker for a while <laughs> over in Westchester. And I see you got a few dirty wankers here. We need to get, we need to get cleaned up before they go eat their tapioca pudding. You got to wake you them know. first. <laughs> Oh, I don't know, Gan. Did this discussion this was it a heated fight last night? Did this happen uh, after I left? No, no, you were asleep. But I was there? Dan, yeah. Danny <laughs> and one of, of Danny and one of our other <coughs> one of our other uh I don't have a drug problem. Attend attendees <laughs> were <laughs> Do yeah, you so remember Friday night? I can remember. I it was one of those things concept. where neither one of them would let either of them finish a sentence so some so danny was saying well oh, that's Be- bullshit jeff Bezos, <laughs> there they go again <laughs> jeff bezos should do all these other things and she was saying you know i have a corporation and i don't feel like it's you should be telling me and we're like hang on your corporation and amazon while they both <laughs> both might be corporations we're not seeing the same amount of billions of dollars coming through so, um, yeah, last year, Jeff Bezos's wife donated $6 billion to stuff. What's your point? And so that's she a lot of money. That's, to, the, kind so of, that's the kind of thing you should be doing. She should be, she's donating $6 billion. He should be donating $60 billion. Well, okay, how do I got you know a question. He's not? That's the, yeah. How would you know that? Well, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna hold on a second. Oh, hold on. Shit. Okay. So <laughs> she donates $6 billion. All right. So, who knows what that percentage of her wealth is? And it's good. That's her business. She had to live with the guy, whatever. $6 billion, right? So she donated. Oh, great. That's good for her. It's her money. She can do what she wants. But my question is, if she would have paid fair amount of taxes, right? 
Amazon would pay it a fair amount of taxes. That money that they would have paid would have gone to benefit all of a lot of people, whether it's, you know, schools, roads, infrastructure, whatever. This way, she gets to choose and say, I'm going to give six billion dollars to this school and this hospital and all that. Hey, that's great for that school and that hospital. But it doesn't help the collective world. It doesn't help society like taxes, like our taxes. You know, why don't I do this? Why don't I take all of my money that I pay in taxes and I'm going to go donate to my local school? Great. That helps the local school and say, I don't have that. I don't have that luxury. I can't take all of my my ta- my tax liability and pay some go you and know, donate. So I don't have to pay the federal government. See, that doesn't work. It doesn't help the collective. It may help that school or that in, that entity, right? And that's my problem. You know, it didn't used to be that way. I don't want you know to have to donate to something unless I have above and beyond as long as everything else is taken care of. And one of the things that I brought up last night was that look at the tax charts from in the late sixties, right? Where you had more people that made more money, pay more taxes, a higher percentage, right? So the more money you made is you paid more, more of a percent, right? As opposed to a flat rate. So, you know, if you make like, let's say in 1968, the, 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 the average salary was $7,000, right? So, but somebody making 40,000 was a very wealthy person. They, they paid more percentage of their, ta- uh, of a percentage. And because they made more money, they still paid more money in taxes. But look what we had. We had better roads. We had better schools. We had a better infrastructure. It's and, small. you know, well, again, we made the, you know, something happened. We made these discoveries about our environment and all that along the way, along the way. But here's another thing. Okay. Going back to this whole, well, you should feel lucky that you have a $15-hour-dollar job, and you should feel lucky that Bezos isn't donating and all this. I don't really care. We're caring about the people that are working, that are trying to make a living, right? A guy that makes – a janitor that makes whatever amount of money, he pays the same for a gallon of gas. He pays the same for a loaf of bread and all this stuff. So it's not it, – it, 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 they're not never going to get ahead. So if you want – a society to grow and to expand and have people contribute to the tax li- you know, to to the the tax debt or to I mean to the to the debt of the country, then you have to have to incentivize them, right? And you do that by giving them a livable wage. And like I said, they can then turn that money back into, you know, the, the community because one, they're going to pay more taxes, but also if you're paying somebody thirty bucks an hour at Amazon, guess what they're going to do? They're going to buy a new car. They're going to buy things. And I think that that's what we're missing here. And you're not going, but what's happening is we're hearing people going, well, I'm just thankful I got a job. I'm just thankful that, you know, I don't want to lose that $15 an hour because again, these corporations can just pick up and go and do whatever they want. Right. They don't have the moral, in my opinion, they don't have the moral responsibility ingrained in them that they used to have. Sorry. And that hurts all of us. And that's why we're all that's why we're all donating. You know, come on. How many guys? How many times we talked about lost, you know, just our schools alone. No music, no art, none of this stuff. That's not because they don't think it's valuable. They just can't afford it because there's not enough money. There used to be. Right. What happened? Right. It's because we had a middle class that supported that with their taxes, along with a upper middle class and a wealth class that even did the same thing. 
And yes, Bezos and all those guys, you know, they are not going to do this because also they want to keep their stock prices up because now we are all part of that game as well. Okay, let me let me throw some numbers out there because while Danny was right, I'm getting off my soapbox now. I'm, I was Googling. So Amazon had to pay federal income taxes for the first time since 2016 in 2019. So 2019, they um, made about $13.9 billion and they paid $162 million in taxes, which is a 1.2% tax rate. Mm-hmm. That is substantially lower than mine. Mm-hmm. But that's not Jeff Bezos' fault. The way you guys are talking, or Danny's talking, is Jeff Bezos. What a fucker he would be. Do you? You guys can afford it. You're pretty well off. Do you send extra money every year to on on April fifteenth? Even though no, you because I pay more than one percent, Kel. No, but Kelly, I again, I that's pay more than one percent. So what you're saying? You can there, afford okay. to send more. Why don't you? But Kelly, so Amazon paid the because Wait. there are laws that protect you from doing that, and that but so not Bezos to... is using the laws that protects him from doing that. What, what idiot would send more tax? He's not the fucker. It's the people making the the tax laws that are idiots. So it's not him. So so what you're saying is then I should just figure out a way to pay one percent of my ta- my salary. I didn't say if, that. If you want to well, live the American dream. So w- Jeff, Jeff Bezos is, has an estimated net worth, according to this article, of $124 billion. He has not disclosed his personal tax bill, but under Elizabeth Warren's proposal, he would pay roughly $6 billion a year and $9 billion a year under Bernie Sanders' tax thing. So... Um, Wow. Here's the thing. Amazon paid zero in federal taxes in 2018, and it's partially thanks to Trump. Trump said that, uh, you know, Amazon should pay more tax, but then he cut corporate tax rates and that kind of thing. So uh, I think I think it's it's interesting interesting what Kelly what Kelly says, though. He's like, you know, it's not Bezos's fault. Any red blooded American would try to pay as little tax as they could. And I think and I think that's right that. You know, it's called tax avoidance, and it's totally legal. And yeah, and everybody, and everybody, everybody would do fucking it if does they it. Can. Yeah. We all do it, and you do it until your bridges fall down and your well, water is happen. your oh, water yeah, is polluted, polluted, and you know <laughs> all that kind of stuff. I mean, there's at some point you got to say, "Well, shit." Now we all our homeowners association fee needs to be raised so that we have good roads and stuff like that. I mean, I think Amazon pays payroll taxes; they pay you know, uh, state taxes. Actually, interestingly enough, they paid, you know, this particular year, they paid $160 million in taxes in the U.S. They paid $1.1 billion overseas. So, you know, they are paying more taxes to other countries than they are to to ours. And, you know, what we talked about last night, um, maybe you were asleep, Kelly, but, you know, Amazon's trucks are driving all over the roads and they're not contributing their fair share for that right but they're employing people like crazy they're, they're employing people and those people but, that, that, paying, but that's not on taxes. their back yeah. that's not on their you know their people are playing paying they yes, get a tax break for paying for hiring and paying people and then those yes. people who get the money have to pay taxes because they're lucky enough to get a job at amazon i mean it's and what are they char- and what are they paying these truck drivers again most of them are young people that you know during the pandemic of course it's a little different but i don't know don't ups drivers get get a pretty good deal but I think well, I, I think they're union, aren't they? UPS. Yes, UPS, I believe, is a union, and FedEx is not a union. 
But FedEx used to be. Now I don't know if this is the case because I've used had, to be good paid job. Yeah. They 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 beat the system, beat the union system because they paid not a minimum wage, but they paid a livable wage, and they also used their corporate structure to either advance people, right, or to say, hey, listen. You know, you want to be a truck driver, great, but the average lifespan or the average working lifespan of a truck driver, you start at 20, you're not going to be driving this truck when you're 45 years old. You just can't. Your knees are going to be shot. Your Is that right, yeah? yeah. So what they would do, right, a lot of times they would, you know, say, are you, do you want to go into, you know, logistics? Do you want to go into sales? Whatever. Now, not, and not everybody has that ability or desire. Or what they would do is say, we're going to do this. We're going to offer you a buyout. And they would buy them out and give them a nice little package. Granted, it's not a retirement package, but here you are. You've been a truck driver for 20 years for FedEx. You know, you're 45 years old, right? What are you going to do? You know, you got a few thousand dollars that they gave you. So, you know, hopefully you would plan well, or what am I going to do? I'm going to go open up, going to work at a hardware store, going to go do something else, you know, or go work at another trucking company where I'm a dispatcher, right? Or something like that, where, you know, you would, you know, hopefully continue making you know, a, a, a livable wage. And also, too, I don't know if they um, did stock options or I don't think they had a pension plan, but I do think they did have something where you could buy back in the shares or in the company, whatever. Mm. That's Here's, smart. I, so I found another thing in here. Amazon, in, tw- in 2019, remember I told you just now that they paid $162 million in tax. They owed, owed more than a billion dollars in tax for 2019, but they only paid 162 million and they deferred 914 million dollars in tax. They're just going to pay that. They're going to pay that later. And uh, Jeff Bezos bought a, the Warner um, house in uh, Beverly Hills, the Warner estate, 25 mm-hmm. bathroom house. Mm-hmm. 25 paid, bathrooms? Yeah, 25 bathrooms in this, in this old Warner thing. It was designed in the 1930s. For Jack you could Warner. shit in that house at a different toilet for a whole month and not even use the same toilet. Yeah, I mean that's that would that's be kind of cool, Danny. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd like David. Answer. David that's Geffen used to own. He paid more for the house than Amazon paid in taxes in 2019. So, so Kelly, yes, that's not cool. I'd like to you, know what his personal income tax. They they haven't disclosed is. his personal income tax. But while you while you're it's away a company from, where yeah while you were away from the mic, I, I was reading that. They haven't disclosed Bezos's personal tax, so he's worth like 122 billion dollars or whatever. He would Jeez, he would owe six billion dollars under Elizabeth Warren's um, tax plan and nine billion dollars under Bernie Sanders's tax plan. So per so, year guys, or once? I'm not sure what you mean. A year, a year. Yeah. So so then do, so do the math on that. So we're talking about one guy. We're talking about Bezos. Let, let's talk about all the other companies and guys that like like him that are not paying what I think is their fair share of taxes. So if Jeff Bezos, I'm going to make owes, you head of economic development for America, Danny, and you're just going to go meet with these guys and say, what should wank. you re, what should you really be paying in taxes? There, uh, no, but you add it up. Think about it. Think about if all these guys or all these corporations paid even their 25 or 28% corporate tax rate. Think how much money the, the government, the country would have. What could that do? Just forget about the minimum wage. I mean, the, or the raising the wages. Just pay your fucking federal taxes and think what, what would happen. I, well, see, here's they the thing. They do pay their federal taxes. 
That's my point. But what if they did? What if we said, no, you, there's no loopholes, no deferment, none of this stuff, right? You're what paying your what, what if they paid the Danny percentage, not, not the current You're talking percentage. about yeah, changing the percentage, not obeying the yeah, law. Like, they yeah, are take, obeying take the law. Off your, take out your loopholes and that kind of stuff. You know what, Danny? I, I haven't done the math on this, and, and my apologies, but I would say <laughs> – if you Some A to, student you are. Some C yeah, student you are. Well, that's what I told you. That's Perhaps a more to, dedicated podcast. Rose to the middle. But I think we would be saddened to do the no math. No wank for you. And say, <laughs> and say, you know what? All of these companies just paid their taxes. They all paid 30%. You know, just make up some number. 30% taxes. And then we looked at that number against America's military budget and we'd be like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Because I mean, I think what? How many? Trillions? Are we segue into a different topic here. No, we, we could. Because <laughs> I got to get my camo. How much? But how much are we spending on the military, man? I mean, you know, I, I think it's a drop. I think people paying taxes is nothing compared to what we spend on having uh, soldiers bouncing around foreign countries looking tough when they should be back here working on bridges. I think they should do both. Actually, I think that I think a military giving people presence- shots. You know, I think military presence in certain countries is is important. You know, I don't I mean, I, I, I don't think we need them in Afghanistan anymore. Right. But I do think we especially with our allies, I think it's great to have military bases throughout, you know, the world, you know. And also, I think that the military isn't being used properly in quality of life, you know, whether it's securing borders or, you know, in the disbursements of covid shots or whatever it may be, you know. But I don't, you know, but there's also the, the know, military it's, it's, military budget, according to this uh, one website, is uh, nine hundred and thirty four billion dollars. Well, that's just about what. Uh, yeah, that's about <laughs> what you that's about what you could you could squeeze out of those big uh, corporations. Yeah. Tesla. Yeah, there you go. Amazon, Apple. So that means all that money that's going that we're paying goes for something else for infrastructure or schools or or education or vaccines or whatever it is you want, you know. You, you know. know what I think? Well, what do I know? I'm just a, I'm just a court wanker. You're just a royal wanker. <laughs> I, I think it would be really interesting if we said, you know what? We spent 2020 indoors. We didn't go to restaurants. We didn't go to movies. You know, we, we, we suffered through all that. What if we spent the next year with no imports of anything? We just, you just economically you, shut use down. Use what the we borders. got here. Yeah. Yeah. Use you what wanna, we got. You want a car? I, I saw one for sale, you know, <laughs> at, at, down the road. <laughs> you want to, Kelly, you need a new laptop? I'll sell you this old one I got. You can, you know, it, it runs XP. It'll be, it'll be fine. <laughs> you know, and you just do that for a year. And all these other countries are like, shit, those suckers in America aren't buying our Mr. Coffees anymore. What are we going to do? You, well, I'll tell you, you came up with a great idea last night or about as I do. Yes. Like, <laughs> what was it? You want to have things to be repaired. Why do I again going right back to the right to repair? Yeah. That yes. A, the right to repair. Movie, yeah. So like I don't like today I'm going to have to go buy a new ceiling fan because the one I got, I didn't register and I didn't keep my original receipt and the motor went bad in it. So I called and they say, well, I can't give you a new fan because you didn't register and you don't have the original receipt. But, you know, I bought a part that doesn't work. So the motor shot. So now I got to go buy a new one. Now, before we got on the, before I got on the podcast, I was actually looking online to see if I could find this motor. I just want to find, I like the ceiling fan. It looks great. And there's nothing wrong with it, you know, other than the motor. 
I can't even find the motor. I can't find that motor. Why, why isn't there a store down the street, right, that I can go and say, hey, you got anything like this, right? Or can this motor be fixed? Because It, can, I, you it know, could be fixed. You could fix it. You will need a lot of tools and some very thin copper wire and maybe a magnet with some brushes. You could well, rebuild this could that be, motor. Why, why isn't there? But going back to your point, it's going to cost I don't you a lot go more buy. than sixty nine ninety nine for for a new fan at Lowe's. Well, yeah. will it? Maybe not. Maybe not because again, these people are going to be so busy they don't need to to, to you know overcharge for something. So let me tell you a story. <laughs> okay, about a man named Jed or somebody else. <laughs> da, da, da. Oh, uh, the. The Murdoch guy, Lachlan yep. Murdoch, he bought the Beverly Hillbillies uh, mansion called, uh, it has a really cool name, Chatwell, something in Beverly Hills. So the Beverly Hillbillies house is now owned by one of those good-for-nothing Murdochs, who I'm sure is wow. not paying enough taxes. So take that, Fox News. Um, so <laughs> I, I want you to imagine this. Gainesville, Georgia, beautiful little town. My parents are from there. My grandfather, my dad's dad, had a, a little workbench in the garage. So unlike Southern California, it's a very moist kind of climate. So everything's a little clammy, a little dank, you know, mold could kind of take hold if you're not careful. So he had a workbench in the garage, nothing fancy, but always, 100% of the time, there was this fan bolted on a... Uh, just like a, a piece of wood kind of screwed into a windowsill or something like that. And what, and you remember the really great old timey oscillating fans that, you know, black metal made mm -hmm. in America going to last for whatever. So there was a, a fan that, that he had that broke and uh, he was, he was an architect. And so he decided he was going to resurrect this fan. So he took the cage off the fan he took the base off the fan so it was just the motor with like a hole to put a bolt in there and that's what he screwed onto the the piece of wood and then the blades were enhanced by some um sheet metal that he had cut with a pair of uh tin snips to be larger and sharper than the than the other ones were and you know kind of formed and then and then that's how the, his sister got that scar. You know? <laughs> and the electrical cord that came from the fan was, uh, maybe, maybe it was a precursor to some Romex, you know, the industrial wiring that goes in your oh, house. It wasn't cloth? Not, no, it, it wasn't, wasn't cloth, they, the cloth. The cloth had been replaced. But instead, <laughs> instead of an electrical plug like one has, two ends of the Romex were separated jammed into the outlet right there in this wet moldy kind of basementy thing and that was the on and off so you want the fan jam the wire tired of the fan unjam the wire and the one thing you said what year was the fire get to the point what year was no, the fire? no no fire it's probably still okay. there I guess this guy named marvin brought the house i could probably go back and say, can i take a picture of the fan but um the one thing you would say when anybody went in there was watch out because <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> there's just you, know, you could lose a finger in the you know the meat grinder that was the blades <laughs> or just kill yourself plugging or unplugging this thing in and that and that's what i think about when you're talking about your fan and your motor i'm just like well shit take it all apart bolt it to a piece of wood 
and make some new smaller blades and just keep yourself but the motor cool doesn't right there. work and i don't know how to fix it i want to take the motor casing apart i mean the curiosity got i mean i had to go see you fuckers last night because i was working on it and i was like i should just take this motor apart and see what the hell the problem is not that i could fix it don't you have one of those little lights that like is electricity going to this part and you know just plug it in and keep touching stuff until either something burns up or your little uh thing stops lighting up and you're like oh I got a loose. I got a loose wire. Well, you mean or, you check the continuity? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the problem is, is, is something's going on in the motor. The bearings are burned, or something. What's going well, on? What was this? I thought you said the symptom of this was it worked and then it didn't work. It wasn't like yeah. it smoked and came to a stop. I did hear a bit of a grinding. Oh, right. <clears throat> so I think there is something, and I told the person this at, at the company and they're saying well does, is it being is there any resistance now is it making a noise now I go no it's not making a noise but it's, it's not working still <laughs> you know listen no it spins still know, not I, still I, not making a sound no it spins freely and i you know so what i'm actually thinking about Wait, doing, is this the lady the, you told us the story that you talked forever to hunter fan yes. company the the yeah. woman what was what was that tell me that story again did you ever get in touch with her after you you cut her off uh, no, I didn't. Uh, she um, will send you a new fan, man. I think uh, her name was Ashley. Uh, and she explained to me why we're not, you know, she's not getting the vaccine because she's had COVID twice. So she feels like she's pretty well. And, uh, and her, and her family's had COVID twice, she thinks. Um, so she's not getting an, uh, the vaccine. And she's also, um, uh, um, not, uh, believing in any of the uh, COVID conspiracies. Also, she informed me, which I did not know, that uh, peroxide causes leukemia, which I did not know that, right? And she said, oh, yeah, look it up, which I believe, John, you did look it up, and you did, I did not, not find I did not find any um, CDC references to danger. Um, Hydrogen peroxide will cause leukemia. Yeah. And the reason she brought this up is she goes, well, you remember uh, as when you were, were kids and you go to a hospital or a doctor, they had hydrogen peroxide everywhere. You know, that's it. They dip their things in it or whatever. Or they had, we, she goes, you go to your hospitals and doctors now, you won't see it because they know the medical community knows that it's it's not good for you. She goes, so I don't trust the the government or the medical community, you know, the CDC or whatever, saying all these things because they just haven't had enough time to do research and all this stuff. But meanwhile, I spoke to this woman for 45 minutes about this and i still didn't get my damn fan you know so but you got an then, education yes so um i was i was it was quite interesting having this conversation with somebody that uh was from middle america you know she sounded smart educated was not you know wasn't thumping her chest wasn't did wasn't she, did she sound did she sound any anything else was there any any other you know <laughs> <laughs> Any other assumptions you made about her and her life from the just the sound of her voice and what she was talking about? Um, I hate to be that guy, but uh, I'm going to anyway. Um, she sounded large. Yeah. Yeah, of course she did. She sounded very large. And I don't know. You know, like, well, what is large sound? I don't what know. Does that sound like? I think exactly. it sounds like this. <sighs> well, I think if you call, let me get the number here. If you call 1-800 here. And uh, that struggle for <laughs> breath thing, you know. No, you can, she you was... can hear her pulse through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My, I felt like I felt like there was some weight on my shoulders, and I don't know why. It could be the, mm. the fact that I was upset that I didn't get my fan, or you know, Ashley and her and her. her well, her I just while, while you were while you were telling <laughs> that, I just googled Hunter fan, 
seven yeah. quick tips for troubleshooting your fan. Have you have you done those kind of things? You've you've done because yeah, mm-hmm. you wired it up yourself, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you you checked all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, look. Danny, dumb question. Did you right check there. your Did you check your breaker? Yeah. Look. See that? Yeah. Those wires. I turned off the breaker. Tested them yesterday. Everything works fine. Did you check Everything. the uh, Did you check the plug connection in the switch housing? Did you um, make yes, sure the blades spin freely? Freely. Did you push the motor reversing switch firmly left or right to ensure that it is engaged? I was just going to say that. Yes, I did. I replaced all that, by the way, too. All that came with my... What do you mean you replaced it? Because they said they couldn't give me a new fan, but it sounds like the motor switch assembly, you know. So I had to buy that for $30, right? Replaced it, right? Yeah. Put it in. The light kit works, meaning the light comes on and off, which runs through the same electrical system. Mm -hmm. No no luck on the fan. So the fan's, fan's not on a separate switch. You use it's a swipe pull, pull chain. You, you using the pull chain to do that kind of stuff, right? Which is new as well. I think you so. Can, I think you can fix this fan. I think I can if I can find a motor. I would like to figure I think the, out. I think to, there's nothing. I think there's nothing wrong with that motor. I do. I think it. It says it, it says the motors fail very rarely. Well, you know what I'm going to do. Speaking of your your, your grandfather and the fan with mm-hmm. that, the I'm fan of go death. Buy, yeah. Yes, I'm going to go buy a pigtail today. You know what that is? So something that's a, a an extension cord that you plug in and it's got live wires. And you a lot of times that's how you hook up a refrigerator. You're going to go buy that? You're not going to just cut off some old television's plug? Come on, man. No, because I want a three prong one, and I don't want to use. I don't want to cut up a nice long utility. You don't, know. No, not an extension cord, but just like one of those one of those things that you plug into the back of a monitor or something like that. There's plenty got plenty of things with wires on there. Oh, you got yeah, electrical tape, I'll... right? Yeah, that can't be that hard. You know what? I never thought about. It. I got so many power cords for for shit that I don't use. Maybe I'll do that. Power <laughs> cords, yes. All right. That's so, what Ashley. Anyway. That's what Ashley would want. Well, you know, as long as it didn't dip it in peroxide, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to hook up the motor direct. No switch, no nothing. So I'm going to plug it in, you know, yeah, yeah. wire nut it together, plug it, and see what Stand happens. Stand back. <laughs> right? I took the blades off. I'm not stupid. Right? You're being okay. smart, though. You're troubleshooting the whole thing to find out where the issue is. That's what you do. And if you, and if you plug it in and it doesn't work right away, just whack it on the tabletop really good a couple times and see if that I got a ball bean hammer I'll do that with, yeah. You spray, the guys spray WD forty in everything while it's plugged into the wall. That can't, that can't go wrong. <laughs> or throw some shit towards it until it hits it. <laughs> and then what, Kelly? <laughs> I, you got me. I don't. No, no, no. You you had it. You had it. But a, here's going you had back a thing to the at point. the at the beginning of the show. You were like, oh, I got a I got a, a new catchy saying for us. I oh, I do I about that. Here. Yes. A uh, uh, motto, one of those models. I, I I'd like to put it on a pillow and give it to people like gr- people's grandmothers. <laughs> mm. yeah. When the shit hits the fan, turn the fucking thing off. There, that's my new saying. <laughs> okay, there you go. Didn't no, I? Did I already no say fun. that on the air? No, no that's the first time anybody's ever said that. That's the thing. No one has <laughs> ever thought the last of time. turning off the fan. It's just shit is hitting the fan yeah. all over the place. They're still on. Would you stand there and watch it just shooting those those turd loops all over the wall? No, well, I'd go I would turn it what, off. What side of the fan does it hit it from? I mean, is someone standing in front of the fan throwing it? Or well, don't are, you guys picture a, a ceiling fan or a, or an oscillating well, it, desktop? 
What do you well, got? The one I described in my friend. grandfather's garage. That's the one. It'd be perfect for well, that. That thing had It power. depends, though, John. I mean, do you want an up shit or a down shit? Right? The ceiling? If, yeah. If you, if you throw it into the fan, that's going to be a no, down shit. No, no, no. The fan. And then if you throw it behind the fan, that's a, that's a, that's it's, a, no. it's that's pointed. A, that's an up shit. The fan is pointed into a fancy <laughs> dining semantics. room of great Gatsby dressed guests. And there are some unhappy <laughs> waiters behind it just throwing shit into it. And it's exploding on everybody's we make it the gowns. And, Can we make yeah. it at the, at the Buckingham Palace? Let's make it at that. There's a fan. At Buckingham. There's a, they're, having, they're having like a little tater tot casserole right now. Oh, Prince Philip. Yeah, what a guy. What, and Turn somebody, on the fan. You know. They just have peasants running around. And pheasants. Pheasants and pheasants. And, and yet the, the idea is the shit hits the peasants and the pheasants. And I'm the court wanker, and I'm like, I'm on my break. Just go throw some shit in the fan for a while. I'll be out there in a minute. <laughs> give me nine pass. minutes. I'll bring something better than shit. Just give me some time. I wonder, what, I wonder what they are doing. What do you think the royal family is doing after the funeral? Do you think they just all go back into the tea? To, to that set they have in the in the crown where they're, you know, just at some in some sitting room and they're all just there talking shit about each other. So do you Harry, want his, this, do you want his medals? No, I don't want them. Do you, does no, anybody no. want them? I'll take the Range Rover. All right. I, I say that what you said to Oprah was jolly well out of line, old chap. I bet and, the queen is sitting around and turns to her sons and goes, when do you think would be safe to start dating again? You know, <laughs> when can I, when I, when, would, when do you, when do you think it would be appropriate for me to start being got on the scene? You know, <laughs> That's great. That's that's a funny thing. Well, she's, she's available now. I'm going to phone her. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Yeah, send I'm her a letter. You know, yeah. send her a letter. Dear Liz, listen, <laughs> I know I'm an American in, in L.A., but I look at your picture all the time and I like crumpets. Should right. we end this, fellas? Oh, my God. Yeah, I got to go get a fan or I got to go test my you motor. You got to figure that shit out, Jack. Yeah, I can't, John. I can't, I'm, I'm just looking at my notes. I, don't, I guess I don't have any, anything to to keep us from from closing. Okay. Like, well, this as always, gentlemen. We we again we enlighten enlighten the world and educated. Um, I, I want Kelly to I want Kelly to make a song today that is when the shit hits the fan. Is that but a it's got to be is right, that a challenge. And, but, but yeah. also doesn't have to be, have a kind of a, a royal theme to it, too. It, well, yeah, it could be. Yeah, no, yeah, right. It, I mean, it doesn't have to be a Stones blues number. It could be no. a little when the shit hits the fan. Da, 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 da. Turn it <laughs> yes. off. Da, 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 there you go. You have an assignment. Well, I go fix my fan. You have to write a song. You right. Who, I want to do it in the, the style of the Ohio players. When the shit hit the fan. <laughs> She'd be my baby. Right. I, I was thinking I was thinking like one of those kind of Beatles interludes, like in the Sergeant Pepper, you know, where it's kind of a just a little yeah. military street band. <laughs> or at the beginning of all you need to Which is the French thing, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. Because that Queen loves that French yeah. stuff. Well, they're close. They're very tight. Or in that macaroon fella. All right, you did this fuckers. I'll catch you next week. Yeah, we'll call this one the When Can the Queen Start Dating Jeff Bezos? Okay. <laughs> That's the name of the show. There you go. Good night, America. Oh, Danny boy, be my Stand wanker. <laughs> See you guys later. Right. See you, buddy.
Grab anybody you believe in, put on a mask, and have a seat. 